1: Rick Dayton on your radio, as the news came down today that the Pennsylvania House had passed a bill, House Bill 1500, that would raise the state minimum wage to $15 an hour. Now, this is not something that's going to happen right away. It is something that would be phased in. But let's find out a little bit more about reaction to that as we are delighted right now to be joined By the director of research with a company and a firm called Employment Policies Institute, or EPI. The director of research is Rebecca Paxton, and Rebecca is joining us now on the Disk Institute of Pittsburgh Newsline. Rebecca, thanks for being on KDKA. How are you? Rick, thank you so much for having me. I'm so well. How are you? I am doing great. So this is something that, again, is not a done deal. This is simply one part of it in that it's passed the Pennsylvania House of Representatives, still would have to be passed by the Republican-controlled Senate, would have to be signed by the governor. That is expected, at least the governor's signature. Whether it passes the Senate is a whole other issue. But let's set all of the politics aside and look at it from the standpoint of what does raising the state? minimum wage to $15 an hour look like. You have released a statement today from EPI and you've looked at some of the numbers. What does it mean for Pennsylvania?
0: Sure. So at the Employment Policies Institute, uh, we work with economists and we work with servers on these issues. And so we're really excited to sort of engage on this specific bill. Um, but the research we did uh, for this was looking at how many jobs would be lost as a result of the $15 minimum wage. Um, and by the way, there's some other pieces of this bill that um, the 15 piece is getting um, a lot of attention, but it would also raise the tipped minimum wage up to $9 an hour. That would more than quadruple the current tipped minimum wage. Um, and it would also uh, create inflationary increases every year after the minimum wage hits 15. So there's a lot of pieces to this um, that would affect a lot of different folks across Pennsylvania. And so what our study found is that um, this bill could cost up to 86,000 jobs lost, um, and 32,000 of those would be tipped workers. So folks in your local restaurants and bars. Um, and this is a trend that we're seeing uh, across the country. Like you mentioned, there 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 have been bills around. Uh, Harrisburg um, and other states and other cities to raise minimum wages up to 15. Um, and so what we're seeing is that not only is this the case for Pennsylvania, but economists across the country, um, states across the country have already studied this and found that drastic minimum wage increases of this kind typically involve uh, job loss, um, earnings loss for some employees, especially those tipped workers who actually um, the tip credit system that's currently in place actually allows them to make more than the minimum wage through their tips. So a lot of those workers feel that this bill could actually cause a pay cut if they get to keep their jobs, Um, but they may be so unlucky as to actually lose their jobs as a result. So this study digs into that.
1: Yeah. Okay. Help me understand why. Why the job loss? Is it because it puts pressure on small businesses who say they can't afford to pay people that amount of money? Or am I reading something into it that's not there?
0: Sure. You know, I think there's a lot of factors that that cause businesses to lay off employees. Um, What we're seeing is that yeah, the cost of, as the cost of labor rises, there's also a lot of other costs that businesses are facing right now, right? We're still trying to recover from the pandemic. A lot of businesses are still struggling. Employment is still not at um, the, the level that it was before 2020. So mm-hmm. businesses are still really reeling from the effects of that. Um, there's also been historic inflation for the last two years, um, the cost of supplies, um, the cost of rent. Um, everything is going up. And as we've seen across the nation, a lot of supply chain issues as well. So businesses are kind of facing it on all sides. Um, And it's not that employers don't want to pay employees what they're worth. You know, listening to the hearing yesterday, a lot of lawmakers spoke to this, that, you know, employers want to do right by their employees. But um, if they're kind of forced to make these changes so quickly, um, you know, they're not allowed time to adjust. And like I said, those Those additional adjustments past the $15 mark won't let businesses really get a breather and adjust to some of these changes. They'll have to kind of keep adapting year after year.
1: Rebecca Paxton is director of research for the Employment Policies Institute. It's a nonprofit research organization that really looks into public policy issues surrounding employment growth. And their statement that came out today says that by going to $15 an hour in Pennsylvania, that would kill approximately 86,000 jobs in PA and nearly 32,000 of those being tipped jobs, meaning waiters, waitresses, bartenders tenders, et cetera, people who make a lot of their money based on tips. Now, you mentioned the inflationary increases that are built in after the phased-in increase gets to $15 an hour. That simply is tying in the minimum wage to whatever the rate of inflation is, or are they building it in based on a specific number?
0: So it's based on the rate of inflation. Than the the year prior. So, like we've seen over the past couple of years, there are a lot of unprecedented events um, that can spike inflation. We've seen four decade high inflation across the country. Um, Pennsylvania is no exception. And so, you know, these adjustments every year could be pretty minimal, but they also could be really big. Um, And the state does that calculation every year. So, businesses won't necessarily know what's coming. In the
1: next year. So you're saying, if for instance, if we look at $15 an hour being the base, and we look at an inflationary number that was, say, 8%, which is what we saw here in the last year, that would mean then that the the minimum wage goes from $15 an hour to 8% more than that, to go 16, 20 an hour based on inflation. I, I mean, if my math is correct, that means that it's a mandated increase of a dollar 20 an hour based on inflation.
0: Right. So um, and by the way, you know, this bill would bake those increases in. the legislature doesn't have to review those and mm. sort of take a step back and say, what is the impact of this bin even up to the $15 point? Yeah. Um, so it sort of is a runaway train, if you will, of of increases. And exactly like you said, um, you know, that could be a dollar 20 increase. It could be a 20 cent increase. Sure. And, and the problem is businesses don't necessarily have a huge warning as to what's coming.
1: Why do you think that the tipped worker wage of nearly quadrupling, going to $9 an hour, why, why do you find that so problematic?
0: Sure. So at the Employment Policies Institute, um, not only do we work on the economic side of things, but we also work with a lot of uh, servers and bartenders and other tipped workers around the country and in Pennsylvania. And essentially, um, the tip credit system uh, allows for restaurants and bars to provide these tipped job opportunities where uh, these employees make more than the minimum wage in their tips. Um, and actually, Pennsylvania recently started um, shored up protections for these workers. So these workers actually have to earn at least $135 a month in their tips to be considered a tipped employee, to be um, for this wage to apply to them. So Pennsylvania has been looking out for for tipped workers for a while. Um, but essentially, if you get rid of this system, um, I'm from Arlington, Virginia, in the District of Columbia. They actually just eliminated the tip credit. And mm-hmm. we surveyed restaurants, and essentially the, the first thing they said they were going to have to do just to keep in business and to just keep some of their employees, they were going to have to eliminate tipping. They were going to have to introduce flat service charges or, you know, flat wages. They were going to introduce automation. They were going to have to lay off workers. So essentially, uh, you know, that again creates cost pressures on the on the restaurants that are trying to keep these folks employed and, and tipped. And, you know, it turns it into from a lucrative flexible position for a lot of folks into kind of a flat wage position so Mm -hmm. a lot of servers say to us that they see this as a pay cut not a pay increase
1: interesting well thank you so very much rebecca for being here and explaining these things to us and and again do you have any sort of ties whatsoever to either side in this debate or epi is 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 completely party neutral
0: you know we're we're not taking political sides on this, like i said we've We've worked on the economic side, um but we've also worked with employees. so uh, our stake in this is to make sure you know employees are heard on both sides and um, that their interests are protected.
1: If you want to know more about it, go to epionline.org, epionline, all one word, dot O-R-G to learn more about what Rebecca's been talking to us about. She's a director of research at EPI, Rebecca Paxton. Thanks for jumping on KDK today. We appreciate it.
0: Rick, thanks so much.
1: Yeah, really good stuff from Rebecca Paxton here on KDKA. All-Star Closer, Kenley Jansen, we have a question. What's the best podcast of all time?